Audrey Woodley, a woman of power, charisma, and influence, uses her platform to speak, teach, and coach women around the world. Serving as a motivational speaker, life coach, and brand therapist, Audrey applies principles from her own life as a native of Chicago, a single mother, a successful entrepreneur, and co-author of two international best-selling books to help women entrepreneurs reach success. Faith, she often tells her life coaching clients, is one of the most valuable tools in building blocks of any woman's success when applied persistently and consistently. Audrey is best known as the brand therapist in helping women identify solutions to brand challenges. She uses new age problem-solving tactics, proven social media strategies, effective marketing communication, and customized brand identity coaching. Now, here's your host, Audrey Woodley. Okay, now we're back. So I wanted to, I wanted, I want to go back to that part where you said people left you for dead, and that took me back to when they took Jesus to uh, bury him, and the third day he rose. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what hit me when you said that they left him for dead, but he came back and he rose to give his life so that we can be free. And that's kind of like what you, that's kind of like what you, um, that was kind of like the interpretation of kind of like what you did. You rose and then you rose by listening to those people that spoke into your life. But what I also heard you say was like, I had to go back and decree and declare all those things that were spoken against me. Yes. And um, could you talk a little bit more about that? Because I don't think people understand that's a key part when you're going to, uh, transform your life. You got to go back and things that have been spoken negative over there, you got to go clean that up and release that. There is, there is, I believe people really underestimate what people speak to them. I had to reverse and I had to learn. That's one of the things I learned through the law of attraction and really okay. getting to where you want to be. You have to deal with that belief system. And my belief system was I wasn't good enough. I, I would never succeed. People would never pay me to do what I do. What I do, I can never get paid for speaking. I couldn't coach, and I'm always going to struggle and you know limit myself. So when I understood that I was called by God, I mean, really understood Genesis one and twenty six that I was called to have dominion. When I really understood, yes. That right there, it was something that awoken inside of me and saying, yes, I can do this. And I was willing to go to the extreme to be that person, to break those words. So I had to really affirm myself. I had to validate, get that inner healing that I needed first. Yes. I Thank you. Get the inner healing. Yeah. Oh, that is so powerful. Okay. Now we're going to go into your book. I want to know. Which one? <laughs> so I want the one where I think it's it's not the it's a workbook, and then I saw a book. Yes, Queendom Diaries. The King Queendom Diaries. Could you yes. tell me a little bit more about um, from your walk, your testimony, your transformation? How did you come up with producing that book? Well, I originally started this book in 2013. Um, this book started in 2012 as a ministry that my ex-husband and I used to do on dating and learning what it means to be a queen. 
So I would do women empowerment events every month. I would get um, three other speakers. I would be the fourth. And we would pick a, I would pick a topic, then I'll break the topic down into three, four different components. Yeah, and then yeah. we would share our diary coming to that. So when I started the book, I started in a, like a poetic form mm -hmm. of me talking to the little girl inside of me. Okay. It was broken. So every time I picked the book up, I'll break, I'll cry. So I left the book alone for many years. And in 2017, 17, 18, 18, I said, okay, now it's time to get the book out. But I did it in a book anthology. I got 11 other women. Come on now. Letters. Yeah. Their um, younger self. And we wrote five letters to our younger self. I wrote, my first letter was to the five-year-old little girl that was being molested. I wrote to my angry teenage years. I wrote a letter to my younger, the young lady that was mad at my mother because I felt like she allowed a man to keep me in secret. So I suffered with rejection because my father was married when I was conceived. And... He kept it a secret from his family, from his wife and other kids. So when it found out, it was this, I, I was I was the one that left hurt. So I had to talk to that girl and tell her that she really does love you. I had to put myself in my mother's shoes being 17 years old, 16 and 17 years old, sleeping with an older married man. So I had to put myself in her mind frame and her position as a little girl having a baby by a grown man. So I had to go through that process of healing. Then my last letter was called a letter from your future. Your mess became your message. So I had to affirm my whole life as my message. Everything that I've been through, God was going to use it to give a message to empower women all over the world. That was so powerful. Do you know how many women are just suffering just to say that they get choked up thinking about it? Um, they keep it a, they keep it in a closet. Mm -hmm. So you, you got so many women walking around so broken and you can almost tell their energy when they walk in. Mm -hmm. You can't put your finger on it really, but you, you saying something ain't right because why she treat me like this? Because I'm a child of God. I've been healed. I've been transformed. So why are we not clicking? And that's because she wanna she wants some of what you're doing, but she just don't know how to do it. She doesn't know how to compliment. Well, I call it this. I call it the competitive little girl that was abandoned and her still speaks through her. Okay, that's that that's that one that's going against your energy. Exactly. So, you, so she may be 45, but you're dealing with a 10-year-old. So I have to address them as a 10-year-old broken little girl and not the 45-year-old girl. Ooh, come on, girl. girl. <laughs> That's what took me to the workbook because I said they, this book was going to leave them open. So I created the workbook as a guide yeah. to help them heal the broken little girl so it goes in eight dimensions and this is the same workbook as a framework that i use to coach women that comes to embrace their femininity so i the workbook is interchangeable i yes. do a workshop called embracing your femininity so it, that's a whole whole another okay. level so 
our problem is because we've been abused and damaged so much, it stripped us from our femininity. Come on. So therefore we become hard and we become dominant. We become angry, we become bitter. And all those are masculine traits. So I created the workbook twofold to do it as a workshop and for them to do it on their own. Right. Cause th- that was going to be my next question. Like what will people walk away from after they go through your book, go through your training? And you just said it. I mean, and I didn't even know I was going to even come to this part right here. Like, <laughs> I wrote this book, especially for that 45 year old woman that still got some going on from her, her teenage years and she has not healed. So I've created something like that because that's what I had to go through. Oh my gosh. And not just the 45, the 55 year old, the 60 year old that's still battling with her identity, that's still broken, that still can't hold on to relationships, that don't know how to communicate, don't know how to, you know, be strong and be powerful. And most of those women are sitting in the pews. Come. <laughs> we need to have a book about that one sitting in the pews, but yeah, that's why broken. That's why I say I, I was that pastor leading while bleeding. I was that person laying hands and prophesying, but I was still damaged inside. Wow. I had to sit myself down, do what I needed to do to get my inner healing, to start and living my real purpose. Wow. Not what I was doing to be seen, but my real purpose. Your real purpose. And I just want to say, that is so powerful because a lot of women don't want to sit down. They want to yeah. keep going. They want to keep going, buying the hair, getting the butt done, the tummy tuck, and they still unhappy. They still are false. That's false. Yeah. I and call it, you have to take ownership. Yeah. That's ownership of who you are, where you are, where you've been, and where you're going. Right, and it's like lead, you leading people, but you're false leading, mm-hmm. and, and then and they're still trying to figure out why they still haven't manifested anything yet because what you're doing is false. And I don't mind women doing what they're doing, but like for me, I call it the beauty of business, and mine's go through the personal part and the professional part. So my personal development comes first, and then you could do your business because you can't do your business broken, hurting. Mm-hmm. You got to go take care of that personal development first. So I just uh, commend women that sees that. Cause at first people were just going straight to branding. I'm going to brand. I'm going this, this, to this. And then they fall and then you don't see them no more. Mm-hmm. But the women that stayed true to who they were and stuck with the personal development while people were laughing at us, <laughs> we're still here and we're still growing our business. I, I see women that's been around for years and some women have been able to manifest it. But then you still need to, uh, I'm saying this, I still see women still trying to figure out who that person they are. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think what your tour is going to do is really open up the eyes of women that really need your, your leadership, your love, your compassion. And then let tell them, let it all go. Because all that, what they're carrying you know, you've been there before, whether you're in your forties, your fifties, your sixties, you carrying it with you. Mm-hmm. And so tell us a little bit more uh, about how people can uh, register for your uh, queendom tour. And then why do you, um, 
how, how are, are men um, open to come to your events? Yes, men are always more than welcome. And I get that question a lot. Men always say, well, what, what is for us? I'm like, y'all can come, but that's not necessarily my assignment. Because I believe in a powered woman will be in a powered wife. In a return, empowers her family. Then returns, empowers the community. Everything rises and falls on the woman. But you can reach the tour on Eventbrite um, or on my website or the Queendom Tour on Facebook. The Queendom Tour on Facebook. Now I'm about to flip and take over tour. The Queendom Takeover Tour. The Queendom Takeover Tour. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to get into the business side okay. <laughs> of being a goddess. That sometimes you train women to be speakers. You train women to be leaders. Tell me what that business side looked like and how did it, how, how were you able to transform what you were doing as a service and transformation into something where you can build a uh, uh an income for yourself so you can say god i know i'm here to do this work but i need to be able to get you know for my service how, how do you how, so i'm gonna go back i'm gonna just hit you on the part where you say you have programs so tell me how that business side because you got to be a businesswoman you you know yes, so now you're doing these tours you're doing this coaching how do you set up your business for the year? What is your uh, revenue? Do you raise funds? Do you have grant writers? Do you have a virtual assistant? Tell me a little bit about your business side of what you do. Well, let, let's start the, at the beginning so we can understand, right? I was working at Amazon. I was making $11.50. I thought I hit the jackpot. I hit the jackpot. I hit the jackpot. I was like, I'm going to get promoted and all those things. And I remember Les Brown in my ear and going to Amazon. And I got to the point, I was like, you know what? I need to do this all the way. I, I just need to leave Amazon and just do it all the way. So I left the job with no plan, no money saved up, no anything. But I just started the life coaching class. And the class was $149 for eight weeks. Now. <laughs> I understand. I totally get it. I'm not. Look. I ain't. Tyler <laughs> Perry said small beginnings. Yes. Yes. So I had one student for 140 I think I only charged her $99 for the class. And I heard Lisa Nichols say, create what you needed and stay faithful on that one thing. And that's what I did. I taught that. Then I had the, um, the first conference and she had a graduation. I present her certificate. Then I started going out to other women empowerment um, events. Then I got a couple of more students, trained them. I was getting, I didn't know I was creating a system. I was just doing it. So the first year, I didn't make a lot of money. So I always did graphic design. I just didn't want to do it as a business. And then I took this one class and she was talking about, you know, getting your niche and being, you know, expert at one thing. So I came up with the personal branding packages. So when I came up with the personal branding packages, that changed the game for me. I started the branding packages 
at a thousand dollars. That's what a three a three five page website, a membership site, retractable banner, five hundred business card, a table runner. I helped her set up her programs and her services, her packages. I helped her video record, <laughs> video record 30 something videos for her class. Then I went through the editing process, intro, outro, uploaded everything. And I was like, oh, I got to go up. <laughs> I, I got to go up. So I began to take so many different classes, Facebook marketing. Um, creating courses it was like 10 classes within 30 days i took i just sat there and i took it so what i did was i began to strategize what i wanted my business to look like how much i wanted to get you know to make per month and i set that budget and i began to work at it but i also began to working on my mindset and my relationship with money so therefore i can hold that capacity because I knew if I would have got $100,000 then, I did not know how to manage $150,000. So I created my budget at $150,000, what I was going to spend it on each month. So I had to sit down and strategize. I had to live like I already had it. So I began to structure how do I want my business to look like setting up systems and programs and all those different things. Then I had to take, that's when I became, got certified as a business coach because I needed to know how to run this, you know, how I'm going to get up in the morning and not stay in, how I was going to answer the phone, how I was going to take clients, how I was going to do consulting. So I began to look at Eric Thomas and Les Brown and Lisa Nichols and how they had their business actually set up. Then I began to, that's when I went through my first phase of my rebranding. Cause I, at the time I had so many clients coming in and demand coming in, I couldn't go back and fix everything I learned because it just took off. So that was the set. I only been in business two years. <laughs> And then, so it's like my goal was to start making 150000 and I've already over half that. That's just in the less than a year, just off of those classes of what I learned moving forward. Wow. So now I'm positioning myself to supersede the hundred and fifty because what I've They give you a false roadmap. They don't give you what okay, they really go back and say what you just said. Cause I it had uh go back and say Hard. Yeah, about two steps back. About they don't give you the actual roadmap of how they really built a six figure coach. Yes. Right. They give you the gimmicks of marketing to get you in, but they don't give you the real roadmap of really how to get there how to structure your prices, how many coaching clients do you need to bring in that? Do you have the capacity to hold that type of money? Do you have the belief system that's matching what you're saying out of your mouth? I knew I had to go back and repair all of that. And then I started seeing the routine of the students I was getting. There was like that as well. So I had to incorporate and restructure the class to fix those limiting beliefs before you can even get on stage to talk to anybody. Because I tell them, you cannot talk to them from a poverty mindset. You cannot speak from a lack mindset. 
you cannot empower somebody from a broke mindset. So there's a part in the class where we deal just on the mindset, on you coaching yourself, learning how to get through the hurdles in your life and transforming your life so that way you already have the roadmap to help transform your client's life. Right. So I'm glad that you said that. So when I... When I first came out, I had believed so much in this one coach and um, she took my idea and everything. I did not protect it. Now, everything I do, I make sure it's protected. Tell us, how are you protecting your business? Well, one, I protect my business by not sharing it with everybody and what I do. <laughs> that's that's one way. Okay. Um, um, legally and, protected now. Yeah, legally. Um just starting that process of the aspect of really narrowing that brand down and copywriting pad and all those different things. So I'm still in that process there. Yeah. So like, even like when people come to me, um, get everything down because once you get it legalized, there is no going back changing it. No, it's not. You have, you have to be for sure of what you're going to do when you go out and do it. Now, since you are a self-published author, do you also offer, um, I'm going to ask you two more questions. Since you have a self-published author, are there other people that just come to you just for writing or helping them to create their own book and and do their own, um, I want to say, author their own book? Yes. Yeah. I do self-publishing. You do so. So that's another arm. So that leads me into how many streams of income do you have with your business? Like what are the different departments? Because people don't understand. You got to have several streams of income. You may be focused on one thing, but there are other things that come out of it once Mm -hmm. you begin. And and it's not like you are Uh, in place. It's just that's how it operates once you get into what you're doing. mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about the different arms and the different uh, 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 departments that you have grown so far? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have the self-publishing. Okay. We have the personal branding packages that actually include development of the websites, the logos, and all those different things. Okay. We have the actual personal branding. Me? <laughs> yes. What the heck? <laughs> so... That was crazy. I, I, I think I hold on. And then about nine. Lord, please forgive me. It's recording. Okay, could could you go back through your list of your seven streams of income because it was doing its own thing. Right. I think I was at about nine streams so far. Yeah, I think what I need to go back to number one because it stopped at three. Okay, so we have. The book publishing in itself. So I have some people come to me strictly for the publishing or book covers or formatting. Look at you. (laughs) Then I have the actual, the person branding packages, the website, the actual graphics part, the logos, and all those different things. Then I have the personal branding coaching. I have a quiz that help people to identify their um, their brand and help them develop their brand when they already have websites. Okay. then I have the actual, I go out and speak as well. So I have the speaking aspect. Then I have the Queendom Takeover Tour as an aspect. Oh, yes. And I have my books, the, my, my books that I have as an aspect, the training, the life coaching, 
and motivational speaking. That is an aspect. I have a workshop that I do called Embracing Your Femininity that I just rolled out this year, the Speaking with Power and Passion Speaking Masterclass. Come on now. I'm thinking, I think I'm missing something else. I can't think of it. Yeah, that's the, then the actual coaching part. So like, like some of the speakers that I train, they also get additional coaching, training, and speaking. So I work with them one-on-one in developing their message and, you know, showing them different techniques of speaking and those different things. Amen. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So the road, the road to that part, I mean, is still to grow because now when you think about scaling, you think about building, it's like, okay, who in my camp? How has it been with family or friends as you begin to grow your business? Oh, oh, you doing that little event? Oh, you doing that class? <laughs> now, what you doing now? And why you quit your job? So, <laughs> I, I like to tell people when I truly line, became in alignment with my purpose. My mother became my number one cheerleader. Yes. She became a very good accent. Um, kids, they're coming on board. Friends, like I said, I don't have any um, family. I don't have family family or friends here in Charlotte. So everybody that I've met, they've either been a client. They came along the way. And one of my students became my right hand. Come on now. I want to say my right hand man, but my right hand queen. And I met her at a networking event. Yes, very. So it was. She was. It was a speaking event. You know, a call for speakers. Um, that's that was that's a market nugget. So, and she graduated from class, and she haven't left my side since then. Oh wow! Yeah. When I move, she move. I I go, she go. And without her, that's I would not have that support system here in Charlotte. I would have you know. I've always done everything by myself. I've always been self-driven, self-motivated. And yes, I think that's going to be the most important part because I think you just, I think you just laid out just the whole thing of becoming a, a queendom woman, you know, taking your past hurts, being able to look at that, find out what, quitting your job to say, you know what, I'm going to do this full out. Woo! <laughs> Because Amazon ain't paying, but our books are on Amazon, so we're gonna make sure we purchase that. And then we gonna we we gonna invest in some classes, and we gonna pray that God continue to take us through what we need to go through, and mm-hmm. not give up on ourselves, <clears throat> and believe in ourselves. Because I I invested in so much in other people, and I already had degrees. So what was wrong with me? But I was looking for women that had the businesses because I've been in school, I've been in the classroom, but I didn't have the business since. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm glad that you took the t- took the time to say, you know what? I'm listening to Les Brown. I'm going to listen to Lisa Nichols and I'm going to hold on their words. Because one thing I know that God will do, if he tell you he's going to do something, that's what I leaned on. Yes. I just leaned on his promise. And I'm still leaning on his promise. Yes. And when you can lean on his promise and you stick to it and always keep that in your heart, you're going to be all right. 
And yes. so that's why I'm so glad that I met you inside of one of Facebook groups. My goal this year was to bring back up my podcast to let everybody know that I was doing the Authors Influencer Academy. And that one of the reasons why I was doing the Authors Influencer Academy, just like you were saying, people was walking around broken hurt and they didn't know what it was. And they couldn't manifest it. I was, I kind of created the office influencer program because everybody was getting ripped off by coaches. They didn't know how mm -hmm. to protect themselves. They didn't know how to do the marketing, the media, the PR, the content. And I was constantly, uh, dishing out my money to coaches, but I wasn't getting anything back. And I already, I've already had it. So when you said you have a certification program, I'm glad that you're doing that. And that you took the time to understand how to do branding and, and graphing because that's what a lot of women get hit at. Yes. It's so funny because majority of my clients come to me, they have already paid other coaches thousands of dollars for, and they don't get nearly as the value they get when they come with me. And when I began to say, well, do you know? They're like, no, I don't know. So some of my clients, I have to go and just take them right to the training. I can't brand this. I, I can't create something and you don't have your foundation of coaching and speaking. So I found that to be very hard. So now I have a criteria that you have to have went through some type of coaching or speaking training. Because when you come to me, I can't stop branding and start training because you didn't pay me for training. Right, 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 right. Most of my clients, they have went to take my class after I branded them. And we went through that process because you can't get this without the other. You can't understand your brand if you don't understand the business of coaching and speaking. Right. It's, it's not going to match. It's not going to match. Okay, well, take us on out of here. Tell us a little bit more. Give us your pitch. Because everybody needs to know their pitch. Give us your pitch. And then close us out again with where to locate your tickets. Well, my pitch is simply this. I want to teach you how to learn to get paid to be yourself by turning your mess into your message that will build leverage and influence. It, it's just as simple as that. www.angelabrandenterprise.com Yes. AngelaBrandEnterprise.com. You've been listening to the Audrey Woodley Podcast. For more, visit AudreyWoodley.com.